Welcome to Nojodas. This is our first official pilot called, oh, you're Salvadorian? Oh, you're Salvadorian. Oh, you're Salvadorian. Hey, 8020, by the way, this is my co-host, everyone. What's up? Hey, Gloria, how are you? Hey, I'm good. So we're calling you 8020 for now, or actually for the most part of this podcast, uh, due to respect and to your privacy. That's all good. We'll keep the, keep a little mystery going on onto the podcast. That's right. <laughs> totally cool. Well, hey, guys, uh, we'd really love to introduce ourselves. So we're both Salvadorian. We're both from L.A. We're going to go ahead and be bringing you not only just Salvadorian content, but Central American content. You know, eventually we're going to have... In, we're going to interview people from uh, that are Central Americans, either if they're half or full, because we want to hear your stories. And because it's been long overdue that we don't have, you know, we don't have much representation for Centro Americanos. And that's something that's really important to me, because growing up, you know, I've always wondered, well, hey, where's my, you know, commercial for pupusas, you know, or, you know, it's just it's 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 important to me. And that's why we created this. And we're bringing this to you guys, to our community. So we want you to have a voice. So anyone is welcome to participate in this. Either we can interview you or we can feature your story on our very own podcast. And the way you can do that is by submitting to our Nojodas Gmail. That is Nojodas podcast gmail.com you can also find it on our instagram account and our instagram name is nojodas podcast and there's an email link right there that you can click and send us a quick email or even dm us and send us you know related topics that you want to hear on the podcast because it's finally time and we're bringing this to you and you know here we go this is it you know um I'm excited, and we're going to go ahead and elaborate more on not only just our experience, who we are, but we're also going to talk about the Centro Americano experience here in Los Angeles, and eventually we're going to be doing it in all over the U.S., so um, Abs- yeah. Yes, absolutely. We're going to be talking about food, we're going to be talking about culture. Yes, our culture, um, Los Dichos. Los Bichos. No los, not only los bichos, los, los dichos. dichos. Dichos de un bicho, de los bi- dichos de un bicho, you know? That's right. That's actually someone on Instagram that you guys should check out, too. We're going to be referencing them as well. So shout out to Dichos de un Bicho, and also a big thank you and shout out to Espacio1839. This is where we're at. So uh, the reason why we named our first pilot, oh... You're Salvadorian is because that's been a kind of a bit of a remark that a lot of us get when we when we're asked, you know, where are you from or you know what's your ethnicity or nationality rather. But you know, growing up, that was what I would get. Like, or um, people would be like, "Hey, where are you from?" And I'm just like, "Oh, I was born here." But my family's from El Salvador, and they're just like, "Oh, you're Salvadorian," and I would just kind of be there like yeah what's that supposed to mean you know right and uh that seems to be a common thing for a lot of centro americanos as well you know uh but along with that and apart from us you know we're not here to be chismosos or ni metidos you know to burn any bridges you know if anything the only bridge we're trying to burn is this unspoken issue or rather discrimination between latinos you know so yeah we're focusing on this this tension that we have between you know 
Mexicanos y Centroamericanos because it needs to be talked about, it needs to be elaborated on, but we're not here to start a war. We're here to mend everything because it's time, you it, know? It's long overdue, absolutely. Oh, for sure, for sure it's long overdue. And, you know, we owe it to ourselves because we're all one here. And I think, you know, when, when it comes to that, um, it's you know we there's no room for that anymore not when the the era we live in not in this year specifically or in the next coming years because of what we're seeing out in the world you know it's it's time to unite and we're going to do that and we hope that no jodas brings that or no jodas can also bring to our our you know mexican listeners out there or other latino listeners uh, a bit of our stories and our experiences so they can uh, understand that so we can instead of you know, point fingers, we can, they can be like, oh, okay, so now I understand why this is that way, you know? Our similarities, because exactly. we are also um, very similar, yet we're, we're very distinct. We're, right. All of us are so unique, though. That's the beauty of, of, our, our, of um, being a human. Right, We're right. all so unique. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to be talking. We're going to be um, focusing about, like Gloria said, um, building bridges embracing one another's differences embracing one another's cultures mm -hmm. um you know uniting right it's absolutely and you know going into that and uh, like i said it's funny when we when i called this oh you're salvadorian because um i guess i can elaborate a bit of my experience please do yes yeah so you know growing up uh i'm from highland park originally nice uh that's where i grew up and I noticed, I think I was, I was in elementary school, I was like eight or nine, and I had a few friends. And I said, it, the same thing happened with you, actually, with the way when you said a word, and then they didn't understand it. So I was talking to my friend, and I guess I had like my, a, a, um, sorry, a belt uh -huh. on, and... Um, ¿Cómo se llama un belt? <laughs> well, for us, it's un cincho. Right. So I said that, and I was like, I tengo el cincho bien apretado, you know? Right. And she was just like, cincho, no cincho, es cinto. Right. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, in my head, I was so confused. Like, you just picture me just like, you know, trying to unbuckle that that belt, you know, it's a cincho. And then uh, I'm just there confused because I was like, well, I've always called it this, and my family calls it that, so I don't know what the heck you're talking about, you know? So I was just like, okay. I was like, whatever. So at that point, I realized, I was like, okay, I speak Spanish. I'm brown. She's brown. She speaks Spanish. But there's a difference here. So I remember I went to uh, my mom, or I think it was my dad, and I was like, dad, why did why did she say like that, you know? And then he was like, well, she's probably Mexican. You know, her family's probably from Mexico. And I'm like, okay, but where are we from, you know? And he's like, well, we're from El Salvador. And I go is there a difference? He goes, yes, it's a different country. So I didn't know that. I was eight, nine years old, you know, like I, I, nobody taught me the cultural difference or the fact that, you know, we're, I guess, quote unquote, different from one another, right? Absolutely. It's it's not until like we kind of, um, you know, we're faced um, face to face with someone from another culture, especially as kids, mm -hmm. where we kind of um, we know. I mean, we could understand the difference of like colors, right? White people, black people, um, brown people, whatever you know. Right. But then um, when people are speaking Spanish, but yet they're speaking different. Spanish, Very different. Yeah, absolutely. That so can be a shocker for both sides. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I can only imagine, right? So, and that's why, you know, when you hear our name, no jodas, people are gonna be like. 
Where's what, that from? What is that? Criseso. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyways, though, so any, again, thanks again for being along the ride with us. We're going to continue elaborating more. And the importance of our experience, because many of us had bad experiences um, as Centroamericanos. You know, that we can't deny the discrimination that has been held upon us. Um, and that's what we're here for, because we want to share our story, um, but yet, like, we just want to embrace everyone. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, again. There's no time. There's In this time that we're living, there's really no time to um, to be nitpicking at one another. Oh, you're from here, you're from there. You know something? Is we're all from planet Earth. We're all human beings, the human race. That's it. Yeah, and if anything now, it's just more of the time to be like, hey, well, you know what, let's... Let's be interested in each other's culture, you know, like, like, you know, for me, the biggest way of connecting with someone is through food. Yes. You know, I love Mexican food and I I'm sure a lot of, yeah, I love tacos. Tacos Papa. I yeah. love them. <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of Mexicanos like our pupusas, you know, and it's just like, that's, you know, for me, food is the, the way of the world, you know, and it's just, let's do that. Let's continue doing that instead of maybe giving the cold shoulder, let's ask questions let's be like well what about your country what about how do you guys see it like this oh that's interesting you know what foods do you guys eat yeah <laughs> you know which is what we're gonna bring we're gonna do an episode of all our food yes. yeah for which i'm excited about because i'm always really excited to talk about food and central american food is special too it's great it's amazing you know i love my casamiento i gotta have that every day <gasps> for plata, those that don't plátano know frito. yes <laughs> Casamiento is basically rice and beans yes. mixed. Yeah, and it's um, so good. So, so good. We'll get on food later, though. Yes. Let's continue. You know, for me, growing up, I eventually started uh, learning more stereotypes. And as a Salvadoreña, you know, a young woman, I started hearing bad stereotypes about Salvadorian women. And um, this is actually very prominent and present and what's unfortunate is that this is what's represented in the media. It's nothing good about us. And that's the sad part, you know, because in the end, I'm like, why do they have, you know, it's, it seems to be that we're only the face of news when it comes to bad news, you know? And this could be good towards to any Latino, really. Like, this has seemed to be a pin, like something pinned against us, you know? But we, we also can't deny the fact that we don't have much representation in the media. Not just El Salvador, but really all of Central America, you know? That is correct. Right. So one of the references, uh, you know, if you watch Born in East L.A., where um, Cheech Marin, he goes to, uh, he gets deported. And in that film, you can see, I think the romance is between him and a Salvadoreña. And there's other prominent i mean sorry excuse me there's other salvadorian women in the movie and there's like a reference that salvadorian women are easy and that's something that i have heard for many 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 years of my life and even very recently this summer i was working at a bank uh, i won't say the names of my supervisors uh, and mind you i had a very great relationship with them they were great people one was actually half Central American, half Mexican, and then my other one, uh, my other supervisor was just full-on Mexican, but complete humble people and just really great. And um, one of the questions, jokingly, maybe I shouldn't, I don't know, say, say this. Why not? Because, I mean, in terms of being it professional, but I guess, okay, let's just mention it. So um, 
this supervisor of mine had asked me, you know, hey, you know, like, um, you do know what the stereotype for Salvadorian women are, right? And I'm like, what, that Salvadorian women are easy? And he goes, well, yeah, but also that, you know, Salvadorian women are the best you're ever going to get in bed. And I was like, oh, oh." I was like, okay, you know, like, I was like, um, in my head, it was just, I don't know. Were were you insulted? I was um, disappointed because as a woman in general, as a brown Latina woman, you know, we want our importance. We want our, we want to be seen as people, you know? And then as a Salvadoreña, that's where I'm like, you know, is that all you guys have to say about us? Like you choose to say something else rather than something good, you know? And that's the most upsetting part. Um, and that's part of the Central American experience too, you know, and there's this book called La Bestia. Uh, you guys can check that out. And so for those who don't know what La Bestia is, it's, um, it's a train that travels from, I believe, through Mexico. And that's where a lot of migrants uh, who, they jump onto this train and in hopes of going to the mainlands of Mexico and then jumping from one train to another. A lot of people are killed on this train unfortunately a lot of them jump and don't make it and uh a lot of us die on mexican land too and that's the sad part but also it's just more so uh in this book la bestia which you guys can check out there's a quote where a lot of the women that didn't make it through the borders um they were eventually working in brothels and According to a lot of the natives there in Mexico, they preferred the Central American women because their bodies were, quote unquote, pudgier or better or more curvy. So voluptuous. Voluptuous, yeah. So that was like a, a, you know, something that was quoted on the book. You guys can look that up. But furthermore, onto that, you know. So for me, it, it, you know, now that that question rang in my mind because when I present myself as a Salvadorian woman it's like is that what people are thinking of me you know I don't want to be seen as that or known as that not that there's nothing wrong with being I guess promiscuous you know not calling anyone out but it's just it's unfortunate that this is the only representation we get you know that's the only um representation that we get and it's been like that for a long time yeah unfortunately and um, now that you know we're calling this out, we're calling this out. It's it's almost like um, we have to go back and just um, reprogram the way we think that women are not just like a piece of you know um, uh, for man's pleasure. Um, they're come on, we came from women. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to respect the women. For like, sure, like, definitely. Um, you know, like like <laughs> like Tupac Shakur said, he's like um, I think in one of his lyrics he said. Apology to my sisters, mm-hmm. far from bitches. I think that was just so like he was praising the women of how of of just how great great women are. Going back to that, so and also another thing to me is um, I would get ridiculed a lot for being Salvadorian, um, and it was in moments like when I would. So a lot of my past boyfriends were Mexican American. And uh, they, it was just, 
again, this is part of the, why the, the, the pilot is called, oh, you're Salvadorian. Because it seems to be a common reaction, too, when, like, you're dating someone and then, like, I, you know, for example, like, the prime example of one of my ex-boyfriends whose family was very nice and very accepting, but there was a bit of a contrast there. Like, they still felt very indifferent. And I think it had to do with my culture and who I was. And one thing that really kind of upset me was... Um, one time I was meeting his uncle. This was his mom's brother. And, uh, you know, I, I was being my best, trying to be, you know, very respectful because obviously I didn't know who this was. You were on your best behavior. Yeah. Well, <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I was trying to be polite. And I introduced myself and I was like, hola, mucho gusto. Me llamo Gloria. You know, I'm un placer para conocerlo or whatever you know correct You're and respectful then, right 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 you know and then right away he starts um mimicking how salvadorian people talk right and he starts continuing it and then like uh, it was just annoying to me it was very disrespectful because I was there yeah and I was just there trying to be like oh nice to meet you you know like I don't go up to my Mexican or the first person I meet you know and I'm and then if I ask them like where are you from and they're like oh I'm, I'm from Mexico or whatever or my parents are from Mexico right away I'm not like oh no manches or no 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 like I don't try to do that you know like sorry you know like not to put it in that context right. or that example that was, that was a terrible Mexican accent by the way I apologize but you know nobody I don't I never do that to them. So I don't understand why it's done to us, you know? Right. I think it is a total um, generation. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. I think, go on. Go well, on. Older generations, for some reason, are, are, are not sensitive about each other's um, cultures. Mm -hmm. They kind of, um, perhaps, they... I, I think that they heard someone say that. So they're just repeating what they've heard. Right. Instead of like, you know, being, and, and that goes for all, 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 all countries, you know, because. Yeah, like, um, absolutely. There's so many classism in, in terms of wherever we come from, you know, there's even oppression and discrimination within ourselves in correct. our own countries. And that's another thing we want to burn off because it's like, Why? We want to challenge people out there to yeah, not we want to pick continue your doing what, you know, of, of things that we've seen, things that hurt people, things that just, you know, um, to put someone down. It, 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 like, w that's long overdue. It, we're coming to a whole different time. It's almost like a, a time of awakening that we're learning to embrace each other's differences because you have something to teach. I have something to teach. They have something to teach. We all have something so to teach. So let's learn. We all have something to learn. Let's do it. Yeah, it's time. And I'm seeing it more so now, especially with our generation and with the way the representation is coming along because we're seeing things, you know, cultura from Cuba, from Puerto Rico. We saw how people came together when, you know, that sad earth, that very terrible earthquake that happened in Mexico and then the hurricane in Puerto Rico, you know, and we saw how we all came together because we realized, well, hey, who else is going to help? Right, we you know? have to help one another. Exactly. Um, and that's what we're here for. This is, you know, again, part of part of our experience that's very unique to us and very different. Uh, everyone has a different experience from wherever you come from. Right, some could have a negative experience, some could have a good experience. Yeah, We absolutely. all have experiences, though, but um, we cannot just judge, prejudge people for things that some have done mm -hmm. or how, how certain people have treated one another. Um, we can't 
like continue going through life um, with that kind of mentality. Like, oh, they did it to me, so I'm going to do it to them. Um, we're, 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 we've come a long way. And uh, we can't go back. Like, we have to move forward. That, and that, yeah, uh, that's what I stress to our followers and our, excuse me, our, our and listeners. our listeners as well. You know, again, just to, because I'm going to say it twice, you know, I'm not here to start a war. Uh, if anything, I'm here to mend this tension that we have against each other that should not have been there in the first place, you know, because we're all here now. And, and we're all different. That's yeah, and that's okay. It's okay to be different. Let's embrace our differences. But my point is, is that, you know, what people need to understand is that we have been targeted by a group of people. And, you know, it's come to a point where it's just, there's no more room for that. Look at who our president is. To everybody else, we're all Mexicans. We're all brown. Right. You know, so in the end let's let's stick together let's unite can you imagine how much power and how much like progress like progress we, we would make we so much progress make, yeah. we unite um we all we're there to um support each other to help each other succeed not to bring each other down to um yeah. to elevate one another to inspire one another um it, it's kind of like um like you know we don't all want to eat the same food every day every day mm -hmm. so if we lived in a place where there's only brown people or there's only uh mexican people there's only salvadorian or um white people it, it would just honestly i i personally think it would just be so dull and plain yeah we're lucky that we live well for one that we're lucky to be in la we're in la right now we're in boyle heights oh yeah um, a, a awesome area to um to come and hang out to shop to eat um it's predominantly like a, I think, a Mexican American community, Chiclada yeah, Chicanos. Right. Um, but you know, something for people that don't know who are listening, Boyle Heights has so much history, has so much cold, and not just history, it's a rich history. Absolutely. And I have much respects to that. And I'm very thankful that, you know, us, the Nahodas team, has a, a little spot here in Boyle Heights, you They've know? They've embraced us with open e arms. Exactly. We, we pitch our idea to them yes. and they're like, oh my God, like we love it. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Like I said, you know, this is now the new age where we're overcoming this. We're getting rid of it. And sure, our stories are important because it's our experience and nobody can take that away from us. And, but it is also our choice if we choose to move on from it or not. Right. I, I, I kind of like, um, not to get off topic, I, I believe it's like a belief system. Mm -hmm. It's like what we believe and belief systems are, are can be cultural. Yeah. So some some belief systems don't even serve us anymore mm -hmm. because now that like we're living in the age of information, certain things you know that um, people have said. Like let, let's get personal. Like my parents, my family, they would say things right and. For a while, because I didn't know, I kind of just mimicked it and repeat it. Yeah. But then it's like, wait a minute. N like, now I know that that there's no place for that. So we basically got to delete those bad oh, habits. Yeah. I mean, there's words in, in Central America that we say against towards, you know, certain, a certain group of people. And that those words should not even be exist, you know. No. There's a common the common C word that we say amongst each other. Right. That's like within Salvadoreños. Right. And people know who the C, what the C word is, you know, let's not fake it, you right, know. Right. I'm not going to repeat it though because that's not what I'm about. No. But it's just comes to show, you know, we need to progress. We need to elevate. We need to progress, like you said. 
um, we just got to take this to a whole different level. Um, if we all unite, we're all like, you know, we're as it is, we're already mixing. Like, um, I haven't dated, I, me personally, I haven't dated any Salvadorian women. You know what? I haven't dated a Salvadorian man either. That's <laughs> so funny. It's so funny, right? Yeah. Like, um, I've came, like, I've embraced the Mexican culture. Me too. Well, I'm tell- all my ex-boyfriends were Mexican-American, except me for too. one white guy that I dated. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's not talk about that. But... Um, I absolutely embrace the Mexican culture as well because it's very prominent here. It, it is, and they love to party. They love to have fun. They, they, um, you know, they, they, they get. They know how to embrace their culture. They love their culture, and it's very rich. It's and a I, that's rich culture. what I appreciate a lot from the Mexican community is, and they that pride. It's like in their blood, and that's amazing. You know, so. We need to start doing that, and we're doing that here on No Jodas. Right. Um, thank you, people, for you know listening to what we're saying, what we want to talk. Um, no estamos jodiendo. Yeah, no tenemos, no hay, no hay tiempo para joder. No hay tie- ya, eso se ha acabado. That has yeah. ended. Um, we just totally got to like um, make things happen for one another, yeah. become entrepreneurs, become like co-ops, people yes. come together, own businesses. Um, we all have a place here. Primera There's room th- for everyone. Right. Remember Primera Taza? We were just talking to the guy. Yeah, we were. Ooh, what did he say? He wants Yeah, to- well, because uh, I, I give him, I followed, well, we met him, we only met him once and right away he was the, he was so cool. And after a while, I when I created the Instagram page for No Jodas, uh, I followed them and then they followed me back and they were like, wow, like they were like good job congratulations so we came today to have our little cafecito which by the way you guys need to try the cafe de olla if you're ever in Boyle Heights the best go to Primera Taza and uh so we were there ordering our coffee and of course he remembered us and he was so cool again and then he was like oh yeah he's like so your podcast he's like no hold us he's like I like that that's funny you know right. and it's it's true the name is you know like we're not this first episode is a bit you know all over, we're all over the place a little bit but. a little bit but um you know it's a little serious it has a little serious tone to it because we want to incorporate our experience and the truth of it is is that we did experience some bad things but like we said we're overcoming this and we're challenging it to become bigger and better than those that that than what's happened you know we're moving on from that we're looking past it you know, there's no room for it. You know, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's you who makes a difference. Right. You People know? out there, hit us up on Instagram, our email. Um, what's our um, Instagram account? Our Instagram account is No Jodas Podcast, where you can find us there. There's an email link. Uh, you guys can go ahead and click it or send us a DM. And that's where you guys can submit your stories. Anyone can. Tell, give us some feedback of what you guys think about this. Um, you know, what you guys want to hear, what you guys agree with, what you guys don't, dis- what you guys disagree, what you guys like. Um, you know, this is like, we want to make a two-way communication with our yeah, audience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we want to we invite you to come to our podcast everyone and share your experience. Who, yeah, and anyone who's interested. Anyone, and you know, everyone. It doesn't right. matter how old, how young. Um, this is kind of like um, we will be doing episodes in Spanish as well for yes. our family and our you know hopefully you know I'm hoping all that reaches El Salvador and Centro America oh it, it will it I mean, will yes. yeah so we will be doing that as well we're going to be doing stories interesting stories we're going to have people local artists que son centroamericanos some of my friends professors professors hopefully you know we're going to be 
we're just going to be bringing you all this all awareness and the good stuff, the good kind that's been deserving, you know, and it, it's, you know, we're going to do it. We're even going to try to reach out to um, an astronaut. Um, Mark Fra- Frank Rubio. Frank Rubio. Um, Is it Frank Rubio? I, I hope so. Give me one sec. Let me actually research that. Okay. Well, uh, we want to reach out. Um, we learned that just through, I think, I, I don't know how we got it, through social media or through something that there is a Salvadorian astronaut out it there. It is, yes. It's Frank Rubio. Frank he's, Rubio. His major is, so the U.S. Army, he's an astronaut candidate. So he's going to be up there, you know, and he's from Miami, Florida. So this is this is big news. When I found this out, I didn't know. And I actually found this information from We Are Me Too. You guys can check out the, that. It's a website uh, that's pure Latino content, really good content, by the way. You guys should check that out. But yes, um, Frank Rubio, I would love to interview him. So if this reaches out to him, oh man, we are so proud and, you know, orgullo, puro orgullo de nosotros. Like, that's just. Uh, yes, his parents are, are Salvadorian. I believe he's half Salvadorian. Um, half Salvador. Okay. Yes, but still, but you know, still, right. It's a big deal, you know. Like I said, tanto orgullo que tenemos, and it's. I think it's underrepresented in the media. Like we don't really is. know about about. Um, we don't really know about our culture. We don't really know about um people, uh, entrepreneurs who are doing big things. Right. Um, there are a lot of Salvadorians that are doing positive things for the community, but they just get overlooked. Um, yes, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, the media just represents the negative. Um, right. They want to. Uh, to me, it kind of seems that they want to keep us down, um, down um, you know, like kind of like, oh, look at them. You know what I mean? But look we're at how, not because we're here to rise up we're and we're here totally to shed the light up. on us because it's time. Like we said, it's long overdue. But going back to our questions and um, people asking us, I actually did a little t- test run um, prior to recording uh, for our pilot. And we, I actually got one question from a friend. Hey, Jason, um, thanks for your question. And uh, he wishes us luck, and he congratulated us on our podcast. So thank you for that. And he says, I don't really know too much about El Salvador. My nephew is Mexican and half Salvadorian. And my question is, what is with the hate between Mexico y El Salvador? Or rather, the animosity between the two countries? Which great, is a very good question. Great question, Jason. Thank you yeah, for, thanks. for coming out and, and, and being curious. Um, we're going to try to answer your question um without stepping on any toes yeah without stepping on any toes um there might not even be one answer to that question jason it goes back to if we're gonna start it off it goes back to our ancestors um right the mayans the the aztecs yeah different um you know um native um civilizations yeah i mean it's a very broad question I don't even know where it started, personally. I don't know how it started. Um, but we know how to end it. Like, basically, yes, like, right. um, that time, we got to f- get over that. We do need to get over I think a lot of it also derives from soccer, football. <laughs> the rivalry, yes. And it's, you so know, right. and it's, uh, it's kind of, it gets to us. And it's that wrong pride that we start to feel when we're representing our countries, you know, and we shouldn't be that way, you know, and it's like, I love football, you know, I love it a lot. I go for my country and Brazil too, but right. Like, <laughs> right. I'm also a, a fan from Brazil. And you know, that's another stereotype for Salvadorinos that we're big Brazilian fans. It's just true. They're right. a great team, but, um, 
that's another thing in terms of our our team there's not a lot of media coverage for them no. you don't ever see them represented here in la you know it's it's mexico ya se armo and, and and that's great but and you but you know in terms of media wise there's not a lot of representation for us so of course we're kind of overlooked and uh, but regardless though apart from football i think what a lot of it has to do jason is that you know unfortunately uh, what we've noticed and not just the Mexican and Salvadorian community is just the Latino community is that we're not rising up together and we need to start doing that. We need to be progressive. We need to come together. We need to defend each other. And again, especially at where we're at now, you oh, know, absolutely. and that's what we're going to be doing here on this podcast. Like I said, you know, we're uplifting a lot of Centro Americanos. We're bringing your stories here. We're going to be putting them out there. We're going to, like I said, hopefully interview some of you and continue elaborating more. And, you know, there's we, there's also a lot of people who are like Jason's cousin are half half Mexican, half Central American. We want to hear from you guys. What yes. You, how do what's you guys your experience? Feel? Like, yeah. Exactly. It's valid. Everyone's opinion is valid. Even to our Mexicano listeners. Hey, what's your opinion on this? You know, what's tell us your story because we need to mend. It's like, like we apologize if um, Salvadorians have done something bad to you oh, guys. Oh, on in behalf general. of us, we're very, um, we're genuinely sorry. We're genuinely sorry. Something. You know, there is no, like we said, there's no place. There's no, um, there. That's just unacceptable. Um, the only time we should be looking at someone down is when we're lifting them up. There is no um, time to be looking at someone down because they're different because they're, they don't speak exactly the way you speak word from word. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that time, it, it that, that's long gone. Yeah, I I want to ask you something. Let's go a little personal. Um, let's go back to dating, um, because I shared my experience with um, my dating um, Mexican American, okay. and um, I actually I dated this. <laughs> I don't want to give him his 15 minutes of fame. No, don't. <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, it was this white guy. And I, I, so he knew I was Latina, obviously, but, uh, and obviously he knew where El Salvador was, but he obviously didn't know much of the culture. So he's from, should I even say the city he's from? Go, yeah, go ahead. I mean, okay. So, and, and I mean, there's so many white guys in San Diego, but anyways, so it was this white guy from San Diego and I had asked him, I'm like, yeah, have you ever, do you know anything about Salvadoran culture? And he was like, no, actually not at all. Because obviously in San Diego, you're really close to the border. You know, there's, and that's a question I asked too, which we will elaborate in our second episode about, you know, Central Americans uh, all over the U.S. and other major cities, you know? So, uh, but what I noticed was, you know, San Diego to a lot of migrants is the one of the very first major cities that they have to pass through once they arrive here in the U.S., you know? And my, my, family recalls it a lot too you know it's it's what's true of our experience you know and but there's not a lot of uh salvadoreños there there's not even like a little community where as opposed here in la we have you know what we know is very common is pico union and macarthur park you know and uh that that was the question that rang in my head but anyways back to him you know um it kind of hurt me a little knowing that i mean i love to elaborate on my culture because i'm so proud and humble of where I'm coming from, my roots, and the fact that I'm Salvadorian, I'm very, very grateful and prideful of that. And um, but 
it, it, I don't know how to explain this to you. And I think, um, so I'm going to reference Jessica Salgado. Uh, and for those of you who don't know Jessica Salgado, she is a poet from L.A. She's Salvadoreña as well. She has this new book out of her poems called Corazón, which you guys uh, can check out and um, you can buy it here at Espacio1839. You can also check it out on her Instagram page. Jessica Star is, I believe, with the two with two R's. You can find her on Instagram. But she has this poem specifically that resonated with me on so many levels. And I don't, I don't know how to... Do you want to share it with us? I, I will share it with you, absolutely. But I just can't express myself on how it just resonated with me with my, my love life, especially with this, very pa- this, this past experience that has been my most recent one in terms of dating. But here it is. So it's a poem from Corazón, and it's called A Salvadoran Heart. So the first verse. I come from women of corn and cotton fields, of machete and fire, of water and stone. I am the daughter of a, of a river and mango tree. My tongue came to me through the jocote seed. My heart belonged to the ocean before it found my body. Verse 2. Every man I have loved does not know my country, has not been awakened by the rooster's crow, does not know the swell of grass and dirt beneath June thunderstorms, does not smell burning wood and think of home. So, nice. Thank you for sharing that, Jessica. Yeah. You wrote this. Jessica, yeah. That wow. was a big... I mean, her poetry is amazing, but this one resonated with me so much, especially the part where she says... Every man I have loved does not know my country. And that, to me, hit home and hit my corazón. <laughs> because it's the truth. I don't know, you know, it, it's so hard when there's that cultural shock and difference. And how to share that with someone. And I don't know, I don't think anyone knows other than Salvadoreños y Centroamericanos. There's that little spe- extra specialty where, not that anyone's more better than the other, but where people don't understand that, you know? I can't stress it enough, and it goes even with my friends, que son mexicanos, you know? it's And not to see, in a way, yeah, their their culture does outshine ours as well, but in terms of going back to elaborating on the poem, is that I don't know how to share my emotions with someone else with a different culture with a different culture or with someone who doesn't know mine or my country right and that's big and that has a lot to do with who we are as people you know people del volcan you know that's right but uh yeah that's that's that's, another, that's one thing um i know you had a recent experience where um you've been dating this person and when they mentioned to their father that you were Salvadorian, he kind of just stopped and was, the, to the father, he was kind of just like, oh. Oh, he's Salvadorian. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's, oh, he's Salvadorian, yeah. Um, yes, for some reason, um, you know, they have this image of Salvadorian men to be, um, like, what is it, like, womanizers or um, cheaters, mm-hmm. um, you know, liars, to kind of, like, um, do the woman wrong. Um can't judge all Salvadorian for, you know, for, I mean, the reason why I have no idea where you guys got your information, where that person got the information from, and, and that is fine. 
um, you know, there's people, good people, bad people, judgmental people. Exactly. And every one of us. And this is, but see, that's where I stress where, why is it, you know, look, if I think I felt more discriminated by a specific community and yeah, it was the Mexican community and this was before, not anymore. Um, and if I do continue it, to experience it, you know, I just choose to ignore it, whatever. But what I never understood was, you know, right away, it, we were targeted easily. And I easily could have used their ways of discriminating me against them as well. But to this day, you know, I'm not like, oh, you know, you guys are this way, you guys are that way, that, 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 you know, just going on and on and on. That's unnecessary. It would never end. It would never end. But my point is, you know, why is it that, you know, when the slightest bad thing is heard about us, it becomes a automatic just stereotype and just automatic judgment towards every Salvadorian they meet, you know, and one of them was... Another experience of mine, I was at La Placita Olvera, and I was buying um, dulces. I was buying a dulce de leche, and on the, the name, it said jamoncillo. And that was very, that was weird to me, because I never called it jamoncillo. So I asked the lady, oh, señora, you know, ¿por qué se llama jamoncillo? Para mí es dulce de leche. And she goes, oh, well, for me too, you know, but I think in certain parts of Mexico, le llaman así. They call it that way. And I was like, oh, okay, that's so interesting. I was like, but yeah, I'm like, you know, from where my parents are from, it's just been dulce de leche, you know? And she was just like, oh, well, where, where, where's your family from? And obviously I was speaking to her in Spanish. And I was like, oh, son de El Salvador. And she goes, oh, no parece salvadoreña. Or, and I was like, okay, I'm like, what do I look like to you, you know? And she goes, well, you look Americana, you know, like you're from here or something. And I'm like, well, I was born here, but, you know. Maybe because you weren't speaking like kind of like the stereotype of the way Salvadorians have a really strong, Very heavy thick, accent. heavy accent. Well, um, maybe, but um, after that, she was like, well, she's like, you know, you also don't act Salvadorian. <laughs> That's funny. How Salvadorian act? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I was like, excuse me, like, can you, you know, I was like, can you elaborate on that? And she goes, well... She's like, you know, los salvadoreños son peleadores. You know, they're always arguing. They're always fighting. They're so defensive. And I was like, oh, okay. I wonder why. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> You're obviously telling us this. Why are we, why would we not be upset, you know? Right. I, I think it goes to kind of um, what people don't know they fear. Mm -hmm. um, and instead of embracing it, they want to resist it or they want to like challenge it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's okay to challenge something, but it's not okay to reach out to a person or to come off in that way. Oh, absolutely not. You know, and if, again, to my Mexican listeners, my, my Mexican brothers and sisters, you know, if you had a bad experience with a Central American, I'm sorry. Yeah, on behalf absolutely. of our part, you know, but you also have to understand our experience too. And I hope through both our experiences that we've both had on one end to the other, you know, we learn from one, we another. learn from one another. We need to stop, you know, and it's like, you know, we're, uh, I'm going to stop stressing on this already, you know, because I don't want this to get it heated. Um, but truthfully, you know, we have experienced some bad things, um, uh, from one another and it's, it's coming to an end, and here on No Jodas, 
porque ya de veras ya ya no es tiempo para joder you know no jodas right no jodas you know like no jodas ya ya es tiempo like yeah like but you know like you um like you just shared an example um Jason your friend Jason mm -hmm. um he's has a nephew I think he's it's half Salvadorian half Mexican right so that I think we're going to see a lot more of that. And we are already seeing a we're lot more of that. We're already seeing it, yeah. And we're, I mean, I have a lot of, I have a cousin who's half Salvadorian, half Mexican too, you know. Absolutely, and so do I. Yeah, see, and it's, you know, it's, we're, we're coming together. We're coming together. Um, you know, they're creating children who are, you know, who, who like, who are also um, half and half. Have both the cultures. Have both cultures. Which is amazing. Cultures, the American culture, the well, Mexican culture, the right. uh, Salvadorian. But they're the example of two people coming together and overlooking the bad and what comes from them and falling in love. And now they're the prodigy of two. You know, so that's a beautiful thing. You get to experience, you get to have tacos de carne asada y pupusas, you know, revueltas. But it's the best of both worlds, excuse right. me, you know. For Christmas, they'll have um, tamales mexicanos and y for pan New Year's. Pan con chupe. <laughs> <laughs> pan con gallina, yeah. But that just goes to show that um, I, that is a form of ending, like, discrimination. Yeah. Um, prejudice. Um, it's not racism. It's prejudice. Like yes, we, we just don't. True. We just, um, you know, what we don't know, we, we, we kind of like want to reject mm -hmm. because they're they're different. Um, but we could change that. We all have the power to change that. Um, we have the willpower to change that. We're, we're human beings. We know um, what, what feels right, what feels wrong. When we um, cheat, when we lie, when we hurt someone, we know our, our, our natural reaction is we, we know how we feel. When we do something good, we also know that it feels good. Right. So, um, you know, like, um, let's people, let's all think twice before um, judging one another because we all have a very... Uh, different and unique historical struggle um you know that that like like you know like this podcast is about you know just um coming in solidarity with one another yeah for to sure be there for one another for um you know to 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 kind of just you know la la is beautiful because it's not just it's not just like mexican salvatorians you know like koreatown a uh, little Armenia, little Tokyo, Chinatown. Oh my God! Like, like it, it, it's awesome. Yeah. We're a melting pot of people, it, and we all love each other. We wouldn't. I, I don't think like we wouldn't really say, "Oh, I want to leave LA," because you know. Oh no! I'm happy where I'm at. You <laughs> people want to come here. Yeah, <laughs> there's too many people, but <laughs> you know, and this is what makes LA. Unique LA. people, and, yeah. people like us that come from here, that come from there, and we all bring something beautiful, and we all share something beautiful, and we all learn from one another. Um, we embrace cultures, we exchange ideas. Um, so much can happen. Look at like we exchanged the idea of, of of a podcast, and now here we are. Yeah, it, it just all started from an idea. Right, right, um, absolutely. So when things, so when people stop. Jodiendo and are talking about ideas. Mm -hmm. And se ponen las pilas. Se ponen las pilas. Dude, like anything can happen. Yeah. All is possible. Yeah, pues sí. Yeah, es cierto. You know, um, and, you know, not to, like I said, this, this, our first pilot again, we, you know, we are just uh, sharing and elaborating a little bit with you about our experience and the Central American experience here um, 
we thank you for those who are listening out there. Absolutely. Thank you 100%. You know, uh, we don't mean to make this a very serious podcast. But no, we're going to have fun here. Like. Hell yeah, we're going to have fun. I'm a joder, you know, the good joder, right. you know. Um, but right now, you know, this is um, something I chose or we both chose to elaborate on because it's also important and it's a part of the the Central American experience. And it's long overdue. Like we need to, right. we need to come together and just talk about these issues. Um, you know, like, yes, I, I felt hurt when this happened and, um, yes, they felt hurt when this happened. You know, um, we can't go back in history and, and time, but we can make the future much, much better. Right. Exactly. Uh, like more, much more beautiful. Like, you know, everyone coming together and enjoying one another's foods, one another's cultures, um, and it, it's good. It's beautiful. Right. Yeah. And I, I can't wait for you guys to um, hear the rest of our stuff. We're going to have some very special people. Hopefully we're going to have Jessica Salgado as well, because I really want you guys to check out her, uh, her book, her poetry uh, and a fellow Salvadoreña too. You know, that's, it's just so important, especially to me as a young Salvadorian woman, you know, I, when I was young, I always wanted to be a writer. So seeing her name and seeing her book here where we record, I mean, I'm just so humble and grateful and just proud. Orgullo, you know, the real, that's what it is, you know. And I, I, like I said, I hope she's going to be here. Hopefully, and she, she agreed to it. So thank you for that, Jessica. Big shout out to you and much love. De, de todo mi corazón. Uh, I, I can't wait to finally interview you and we're going to have other um, special artists, Central American artists and uh, give you guys a voice and share your experience as well. Basically, what me and Gloria want to do is um, we decided that um, this isn't just about, it's not about us at all. No. Um, this is about our, our community. Um, we love where we live. We want to make this place better than the way we found it. Um, and all of us coming together, I think we can, um, we, 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 we could do that. We all have like so many resources once we unite, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, like Primera Tasa, they were saying that they want to, um, he was saying something about, he wants to give the, that store back to the community to yeah, turn it into a, a co-op. Just Man. as what we're doing here with this podcast, you know, when we agreed, like, sure, we're going to talk about us and a, a little elaborate a little bit about who we are, but in reality, this is giving back to my community and I, this is going to sound dramatic but when I was little and when I finally was learned to identify myself as a Salvadorian woman or a person um I told myself because I, I knew it from a young age that we weren't represented as much and I was so I was always sad uh, about that and I realized I was like one day I'm gonna do it and I was, I, was, I was young, I was little, and I told myself, one day I am going to give back to my community and give them a voice because we have a spot here and we're making it here, you know? Right. Thank you to Espacio 1839. Again, it, yeah. You know, we can't, we're, we're like so like appreciative of what you guys are doing to the, in the community, right. with the community. Mm -hmm. um, this is almost like an open space that they're willing to... Um, well, the name is Espacio. Yeah. Right. Um, imagine if like there were more businesses like this. Oh, I can't wait to see that happen. 
you know, like, like the resources so that people like you and I and you guys out there can um, share your stories. We, we want to listen. Um, the time to stay silent is, is long past. Yeah. Now we all have to speak up. We all have to be our own media. We all have to be share our own news um, because, you know, who else is going to do it? Yeah. And like I said, you know, for me, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to give back to my Central American community because we have a place here and we've been here for so many years, you know, and uh, we you're you guys have a voice here. And no jodas. I'm telling the truth, you right. know. Um, hit, hit us up, you know. Yes, like, you um, know. Uh, we're, we're, we're guaranteeing that we're, we're legit. Um, we just want to have fun. We want to share stories. We want to, um, you know, connect with you guys out yes, there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I want to learn from you guys. Gloria wants to learn from you. Yes. You know, we all have something to teach. Um, maybe later on we can go have pupusas together or, yeah. or some tacos on the street. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're, we're going to get into that. And, you know, I think. Or Italian food, too. I love Italian <laughs> food. <laughs> uh, you know, what we stress is just that the importance of this podcast. And, yeah, you know, bear with us. This is the pilot. We're going to have more information. So in our next episode, calling all Central Americans all over the U.S. All over the world. Baby. All over the world. Wherever you yes. guys are at. Wherever you guys are at, share your stories. We're going to choose a few. So please, 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 you know, uh, we like I said, this is we want to hear from you guys. So submit your stories, experiences, topics, and we'll share them here. We're going to make episodes about them. We're going to interview people. So if you feel you have an interesting story, send it in. We're Absolutely. here to listen, and we're here to feature it. So we can't wait. We're also going to elaborate more on our culture, music, hopefully do events, and eventually, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to talk about, you know, also social issues, uh, the importance of uh, TPS as well that has affected our Central Americans. And, well, not only just Central Americans, but also people from the Caribbean. Right. But uh, we're going to talk all about that, and it's... You know, we hoped for even our dichos, our dichos are our jokes. I can't wait to have a funny episode because you guys are going to laugh. So uh, but I can't <laughs> wait for you guys to also hear our sense of humor because we got a different type of sense of humor. I will admit to that. Somos unos payasos. We can't. Somos bayuncos. bayuncos. <laughs> See, there's that little bit of that. Um, erasure of culture there from that I see. Right. But that's okay. I'll bring all that Salvadorian out of you. I'm like way Wanaka, you guys. Like, I'm. <laughs> uh, what's the word? Oh my! I don't want to say it. Like, but. That's una bicha. Soy bicha, cipota. Whatever you know, bayunca for sure. But I have a lot of love for, for El Salvador. And where my parents are from, you know, for me. And where we're, and where I have, we're at. And where we're at. And, you know, for me, I have not heard a bad thing about El Salvador from my experience. So that's why I have so much respect for it. And I can't wait for you guys to hear about it. Not just from El Salvador, de Honduras, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama, Belize. You know, we're going to bring all of that. So, And we're going to record from Belize, from Nicaragua, from Honduras, oh from Panama, from Costa Rica, from... Venezuela, yeah, from Ecuador, yeah, from Chile. That we're we're going to go all over Chile. the place. But that's going to be a goal, yes. And I hope one day to 
be in and my go back to my roots and even record there that would be amazing you know we're gonna elaborate more on that guys but anyways so going into our next episode uh stay tuned for it it's gonna be calling all central americans you know here to the podcast and let us know what you want to hear so thank you story yeah share your story thank you for tuning in to no jodas thank you people thank you thank you honestly from the bottom of my heart um you know just thank you um we're so blessed Mm -hmm. um to have this opportunity of to do this to reach out to you guys um to like gloria said to build bridges yeah um and you know and 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 talk about plans for the future and let's share ideas like how we can all unite to um make this world better to make um this country better to make the world better right yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm so excited. I'm sorry. Like yeah. I want to cry almost because <laughs> it's it's oh man. Like this has been a dream of mine, and it's not for me. It's for my community in the end, you know. And Absolutely. We're, we're you guys are gonna see. We're gonna come all together, and we're doing it already. But here on No Jodas, you know, you guys to my Centro Americanos, you guys have a, a voice and a place here, and. Wow, I I'm I'm getting all emotional, but anyways, we're so please just share your ideas. No Jodas podcast at gmail.com. Yes, or at our Instagram, No Jodas Podcast. You can find us there. Send us a direct message. And so, thank you guys for tuning in. This is No Jodas. I'm Gloria, and this is my co-host. 8020. 8020. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, bichitos. I'll see you later. Portense bien. Portense bien, va pues. <laughs> Salud. <laughs>